What's up, you guys? It's Hilary Marie here from itoponline.com, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance Podcast. This is where I share my favorite tap dance tips and tricks with passionate tap dancers and tap teachers just like you, because I want to help you be the best tap teacher that you can be for your students. And today, I am answering a question that comes up often in the ITAP teacher training program, as well as my live ITAP chats with ITAP online members. And that question is, what age should you start teaching music theory in tap class? Now, this is something I say all the time, and that is that tap dance is a percussive dance form. And that means that we are governed by the laws of both music and dance. This means we need to put equal efforts and energy towards training both our feet and our ears, both tap technique and musicality. So many more tap dancers and tap teachers are really connecting with this, and I love it. I'm so excited. And again, it brings up the question, what age should you start teaching music theory in tap class? And I love this question specifically because it shows a level of excitement for incorporating music theory into your weekly classes. So here is my short answer, which I am going to go deeper into as we move along. But the short answer is it's not about when you should start teaching music theory in your tap classes, but rather how you should teach music theory in tap class depending on their age and level. So I'm going to talk you through some of the fun ways that we introduce music theory into our classes at my studio, Grooves Unlimited Dance Studio. And it's important to note that our groovers start tap class as early as the age of five. And I'm going to go all the way through adults. All right, we're going to talk children, teens, adults. So let's start with ages three to five. At this age, it's all about ear training by learning to keep time and follow along. So follow along will eventually transition into call and response led by the teacher as they get closer to the age of five. Now, once they're in that ages five to seven bracket, at this age, we love introducing our groovers to a game called fruit salad, and each child will receive rhythm sticks, and we associate fruits with subdivisions, for example, using apple, apple for eighth notes, one and two and, or blueberry, blueberry for triplets, one and a two and a blueberry, blueberry. And as they get closer to age seven, we shift away from using the rhythm sticks and we change it to more of a body percussion game. So they're stomping, padding, clapping, snapping. And this is eventually how we start our classes each week. We start the classes circled up and ready for rhythm training. Now, dancers ages five to seven should be able to find the downbeat on their own. And this is an easy exercise that you can do with each song that you play, whether it's for warm up or across the floor or center choreography. And they can also participate in call and response led by you or by their classmates. So these are all age appropriate ways to incorporate music theory into your classes for ages five to seven. Now, once we hit ages seven to 10, it is all about the rhythm tree. If you don't have a copy of my free rhythm tree for tap dancers yet, please head over to itaponline.com for access to my 10 plus free tap dance resources, which will give you instant access to a PDF that you can print out, laminate, and hang up 
in your studios. And in those free resources, you'll also receive a three-part rhythm training for tap dancers video series that talks through this rhythm tree. So everything in that series can be taught to tap dancers ages seven and up. Now, dancers ages 7 to 10 should also be comfortable mimicking the counts that you provide them. And with the help of your guided questions, they should be able to identify how many bars are in a phrase. So you can have a phrase that you're teaching them and you can say to them, all right, you guys, how many counts is this? Let's count together. And you do the steps and you count all the way up to eight. So you say, how many counts is it? And they say, eight. You say, okay. So if there are four counts in a bar when we're dancing in four, four time, how many bars is it? And so you're guiding them to the answer, right? You're not just asking them, all right, how many bars? Let's go. You're, you're doing it step by step and you're feeding to them the process of how to get to that answer. Now at this age, you can also ask them to do exercises across the floor that incorporate music theory. For example, you could say to them, I want you to run flaps for eight counts, and then I want you to hold for eight counts. Then I want you to run flaps for eight counts and then hold for eight counts. And you can have them do that. And again, you can say, okay, you guys, that, that was eight counts of flaps. How many bars of flaps did you run? How many bars is this phrase? So you're giving them basic instructions. You're asking them basic questions and you're guiding them to the right answer. And it's going to give them that deeper understanding of the rhythm tree and music theory. Now let's talk ages 10 to 12. At this time, they should be comfortable with identifying counts on their own. So they should be able to take a whole phrase and fill the whole entire thing. You teach them the choreography and you could say, all right, who can count this phrase? So they should be able to count all of their subdivisions out loud while dancing as well. All right, so you could teach them the choreography, ask them to count it out, but you can also ask them to count all of their subdivisions out loud while dancing. Now what I mean by that is, if, if you're saying one E and a two E and a three E and a four and one and a two E and a three E and a four. So they're going to count everything in between. They're not just going to count the downbeat one, two, three, four. They're doing all of the subdivisions in between. And by having them count aloud, it's going to strengthen their understanding of the vocabulary that is associated with music theory, but recognizing the difference between swinging eighth notes versus straight eighth notes, or the difference between the feel of 16th notes and triplets and things like that. So we're getting deeper by the time we hit that age. Next is ages 13 and up. And at this age, they should begin counting the downbeat aloud while dancing. So again, when they're a little bit younger, they're going to count all the subdivisions. And you might think that would be harder because it's more of a mouthful, but it's actually easier for them to count every single count and every single step that they're doing, as opposed to just counting the downbeat aloud while dancing. So that would be them dancing through just saying one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. And so this can really be far more difficult to do than counting those subdivisions aloud. Now, next, let's talk adults. Adult dancers can start using the rhythm tree right away and exploring all of the concepts listed above. So you're going to notice that I have broken down this progression of how you can approach music theory in your classes based on age rather than skill level. Because when we're dealing with music theory, music theory is a language. And so we're dealing with the cognitive ability of the dancer in front of us. And that cognitive ability 
develops over time. And, you know, the difference between a four-year-old and a six-year-old is light years. But the difference between a 13 and a 17-year-old, not that big of a difference when it comes to something like music theory. And when it comes to adults, you can have a beginner-level adult who can start with the music theory, uh, sorry, with the rhythm tree right away. They can jump right into that right away because they have the cognitive ability to understand it. Now, let's talk real quick about that concept of music as a language. Music is a language, and language is learned through osmosis. So you have to start using the language of music theory in your tap classes on a regular weekly basis. And by doing this, it will become second nature for both you and your students. So the goal is not to stop the flow of your classes to teach music theory, but rather to incorporate music theory all throughout your classes, just like everything else, right? The five fundamentals of tap dance, you want to just weave them all in. So just the same way that you give a correction on a student's technique, you throw in a correction about their approach with music theory, all right? So you can ask them for the counts of a step just like you can say, what's the difference between a shuffle and a flap? And so we want it to become a normal thing that you weave in and out of rather than just stopping the class and saying, okay, it's time to talk music. It's not time to talk music. It's been time to talk music all along. It's a part of the art form as a percussive dance. So now I would love to hear from you. I want to know what is your favorite way to incorporate music theory into your weekly tap classes. You can go ahead and share in the iTap Online community Facebook group. And to all my iTap Online members, you can catch me in the iTap Online member center. And I will look forward to sharing shuffles with you super soon. Hey there, don't forget to head on over to itaponline.com to gain access to my 10 free tap dance resources. This includes my breakdown of the Shim Sham Shimmy and BS Chorus, progressive warm-up exercises, my Rhythm Tree for Tap Dancers poster that you can print and hang in the studio, and my Rhythm Training for Tap Dancers course that goes along with it. I've got Spotify playlists for tap teachers and so much more. So head on over to itaponline.com and check it out. These resources have been downloaded by over 150,000 tap teachers and tap dancers around the world. They are free and they are completely yours, but... You should know that my best content is available to ITAP Online members. ITAP Online members have access to live weekly Zoom classes and HD quality playbacks of those classes. They also have access to my on-demand courses, including Time Step Tuesday challenges, improvisation and technique exercises, historical choreography, and more. And we do twice a month live chats face-to-face on Zoom. We come together and we talk all things tap dance. iTap Online members have direct access to me to ask all their tap dance questions. I am here to support you in your tap dance journey with quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration so that you can be the best tap teacher that you can be. So head on over to itaponline.com to check it all out, and hopefully we can share shuffles together very soon.